everybody, and welcome to my podcast, Erin's Cooking in the Dark, about me as a blind cook in the kitchen. Um, this is just a little window into my life and one of my little hobbies. I love food. I love to eat it. I love to cook it. Welcome new listeners who are joining me for the first time. And for those of you who were a part of my podcast earlier, I haven't been on in a while and I am just updating from before, I wanted to make this all about my cooking. If you also want to follow my cooking blog where I have tons of yummy written recipes, you can follow me at erinscookinginthedark.wordpress.com. That's E-R-I-N-S, cookinginthedark.wordpress.com, all one word. I want the opportunity to be able to not just write, but talk about what I do and have the opportunity to pass along some of my favorite cooking tips. As someone who doesn't see, but likes to mess around in the kitchen, and I want to share the easiest ways to do it. For those sighted people who are interested in learning about how it's done, and for those blind listeners who maybe want to try cooking themselves. On that note, Thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. And today, we are going to be making some marinated vegetables. It's one of those weeks where I have accumulated a lot of miscellany in my refrigerator and want to repurpose it or do something with it. And when it's produce, the situation gets real serious because I don't want it to go bad. So let's get started. I have in front of me a bowl of green beans and a chopped up orange pepper and about a quarter cup of coarsely chopped Vidalia onion. I just chopped that up, did that ahead of time because that's the kind of work that you just have to get done ahead of time and, you know, there's not much set for it. Uh, I did notice on my on my cutting board here I've got a piece of pepper. Still needs a little bit of attention, so I'm gonna quick chop it up. And for those of you who are practicing with a knife and are blind for the first time, I'm just taking my left hand, have it to the left, have my knife on the right, have my index finger kind of parallel to the flat part of the blade on the side of the knife so I can kind of feel where I'm at and I'm just going to carefully cut across into little uniform pieces. No need to rush it. And, you know, I've done this long enough where I have kind of a muscle memory so, you know, it's easy to kind of judge. My pieces are about the same side. Anyway, I'm gonna put them in this little um, bowl I've got next to me. And we are gonna do candies. Oh, uh-oh. Okay, dishes falling out. That's what happens in my kitchen, folks. We are going to get a bigger mixing bowl out of here and decant these vegetables into a bigger bowl. And then we are going to start making the marinade. So. And another cooking tip, uh, because I've had interested people ask me on Facebook, 
is that, um, you know, how do you keep your work surface clean when I'm preparing food? I had someone ask, it gets messy. Well, I've got a big, large cutting board in front of me. And um, another thing I like to do if I'm doing things where I'm doing um, seasoning or marinating is I'll put a big sheet of aluminum foil down over my counter and just work on that and when it's all done throw it away so my counter stays clean and in a case I do wipe it down at the end just because I I don't like cooking with dirty environs that's kind of gross so here we go we're gonna decant the vegetables into the bowl and I'll put it right here so you can hear. There we go. Because we got no visuals, so it's going to be our other senses on alert here. Again, I've got some green beans. And uh, I'm going to just snap those in half a little bit so they're shorter. My idea is that we will do um, a marinade, pour it over the vegetables, and then saute these babies when it is time, when they have soaked for a while. Another thing I like to do when I know that I'm gonna be working with things, sometimes I do and sometimes I'm guilty of not doing this, I like to have my things lined up and ready to go. So, notice it's easier if you have your ingredients assembled ahead of time sometimes when I'm just winging it you know I have to work on that but so for our marinade I'm gonna get a smaller mixing bowl here couple measuring spoons out of here. So I like to kind of do different levels of spices and things. So I'm going to put in, normally I'd use olive oil, but I have left a little bit of vegetable oil, which I'm going to put about a couple tablespoons in. So I'm going to carefully level my tablespoon up. There's one. There's the second. A little zealously came out there, but that's okay. This is literally just going to be what it soaks in. So go over to the sink, have a little rinse of that with my hands. I do lots of hand rinsing because I just like to have clean hands when I work. So two tablespoons of vegetable oil, one, another tablespoon here out. I'm going to use one tablespoon of wine vinegar. It's more tart than your balsamic vinegars, but I think 
that it's kind of what I want. said it's important to have this stuff right by you and know exactly what you're doing and stay organized and that this the process goes faster a little teaspoon of that contrast to go with that. So I'm going to get my clean teaspoon out here. I need that. They had this really thick, spreadable honey right in the jar, and I kind of like it because I can just scoop it out, and it's really easy to work with. So I'm just going to whoops, get a second teaspoon of that, put it right in the bowl, and stir. to get incorporated in there because it's so thick but once you do it's pretty good next I'm gonna add some seasoning and spices when this is done add a little garlic and a few spices from my cabinet and we'll see how this goes you're hearing a lot of sounds and activities and thank you for sticking with me here we go I like that. It's got a nice sweet bizarre taste. I'm gonna just rinse off my spoon here. 
going on here. I have a little caddy on my counter. kind of looks like a lazy Susan, but it has all these little slots for cooking implements. That and my garlic uh, garlic press and a lot of implements that I'm using in here came from the Pampered Chef. Just because I like to use their stuff. And I like uh, their products. For years I've used them because they're easy and safe and a lot of fun. And that's one clove pressed, and I'm just scraping out all the little remnants from the side, and we're gonna press the other clove of garlic in here in the bowl. Give it a stir. I'm kind of scraping um, from the bottom where this is coming out. This comes out in kind of a thick bunch. And then I'm going and just kind of reaching inside with my fingers and getting the rest, getting the remnants. I don't want anything left from this pressing. I want it all in the bowl. And uh, set this aside in the sink when I wash up later. There we go. So you've probably caught on that I rinse my hands a zillion times, but it's just a thing. My hands are my eyes and I, that's what I use to get by. So. You know, just like you don't want stuff in your eyes, I really don't want stuff on my hands. Alright, so we got the marinade garlic in there. And again, I add a little honey, some vegetable oil, wine, vinegar, about a teaspoon of Dijon mustard. Now I'm going to decide what kind of spices I'm going to add in here. And let's see. And I generally kind of just shake a little bit, a bit of this and that if I'm not following a recipe that calls for a certain amount. And a lot of times, I just like to wing it. So let's see, I'm going to just give it a little shake of chili powder. Because I want a little bit of that in there. And I'm going to add, just for extra flavor, a little bit of garlic Powder. I can dig it out of my pantry bag here. There we go. There we go. 
I have a lot of spices in here and working with them so long, I have learned to identify some of them by smell. And garlic is easy, uh, but even some of the herbs, I have learned to recognize a little bit by smelling them. Which is kind of cool. I am gonna take out a little pinch of dried tarragon. So if I had to estimate, I'd say about a quarter teaspoon of it. Take it in my fingers and crush it a little bit. Put it in the bowl and this tarragon I've got here in a mason jar was grown in my friend's garden. So it's actually straight from the house. One more thing I'd like to do is add some herbal seasonings. I got some Italian herb seasoning spice mix. So I'm just gonna sprinkle a little bit of that in. I'll give this a little bit of stir and then I think we'll be ready to pour this on the vegetables. Stir this. Stir this up real good. It looks like I have a little bit more than a cup's worth in here, but enough to cover and coat vegetables. The objective is I want them to sit in this for a few hours and soak so that when I come around to using them, they'll be ready for whatever I want them for, to saute, roast, uh, and they'll have a little bit of flavoring, whether I wanna just eat them as is, cooked like that with their marinade, with the seasoning, the vegetables will absorb that nicely, or if I wanna put that with some rice, we'll just see. I like the idea that I can repurpose dinner. I think it needs something else. I still think it needs some body, so I'm gonna put in either some cayenne pepper or some red pepper. I think it still needs something. Oh, there goes my bottle of cumin. Oh, just adventures with Aaron, folks. Okay, here we go. I am just gonna take a jar, get the lid off here. Just put in a pinch of cayenne pepper and I think that'll give it some body. Add a little bit of heat to the marinade, but I also think that'll give it just a little bit of body when it absorbs. There we go. Give it a stir. Let's see where this goes. It's got a lot of oil, so it has to kind of really work to blend, but I think in the end it'll be good. Stir, stir, stir. 
There we go. Gave a little taste with my finger. I really like the direction that went in. So, can I have a little rinse? Next, we're gonna pour this over the vegetables, toss them, and then we are gonna get everything into a big gallon. I like to get the big gallon Ziploc freezer bags and just um, put them away. I'm not gonna freeze these. I'm, I am gonna set this in the soap, but I like the storage capacity of these bags and the fact that I can do whatever I really want with them. Should I choose to freeze it or not? Whatever. So first, marinade is ready. So we are gonna put this over vegetables. There's a ton there. I'm literally doing the cheeky thing and just tossing it with my fingers. I figure they're going to get messy anyway. I want all the vegetables to be covered. So I just got a couple of fingers here. And I'm a, bit, I'm a big sanitary person, so I do wash frequently you know, before I do stuff like this. Vegetables are tossed and coated. Every little green bean to have some of this oil marinade on it. And there we go. Oh, that looks good. And evidently some of this liquid will sink to the bottom, but I think that every little vegetable is covered. So we're gonna have yet another little rinse. the bag. There we go. Just very carefully feel for that opening. Make sure the ladle isn't sticking on the egg. Slide it right in and in go the marinated vegetables in the bag. And I got a ladle here so that I'm not losing any liquids. So it, it sits and none of it falls out or gets Say if I had a slotted spoon, that would kind of defeat the purpose. So there we go. I'm kind of taking my time doing this, but that's good because you know, I'm not big on rushing, especially if I want to keep with a, key, a clean kitchen. <laughs> Say that ten times fast. Keep with a clean kitchen. And we've got peppers last of the peppers and onions and liquids. So come up. 
little left over, but not much. You, some of that liquid is in the bottom, but I think that there's enough on the vegetable to get uh, results. Spoon. I'm gonna ladle what I can at that in. And uh, there we go. Wipe off my hands here. Now we have got a nice vegetable mix in a bag, and I'm going to just close it. Careful, I get the air out here. Shake it up a bit. That is going to go into my refrigerator, and in a couple hours, I'll just kind of shake it up, turn things around a little bit. And when they are ready to be cooked, we will have some good eats in the future. Uh, and when I am ready to do that, I will join you again. And we will see how they turn out. Voice memos. Voice memos. Compare to add duration. Stop button. Alright, we are back. Again, this is Aaron's Cooking in the Dark. It is actually several hours later since we started the marinade. They have been soaking in my fridge, that is the vegetables, my little green beans and peppers and onions. And we are going to saute them up. And I'm going to have some of them with my dinner. Haven't decided yet if I want to do a little rice with it or not. Sometimes I like to just have the vegetables as is and eat them. They're healthy, they taste good, and, you know, if it works and the food satisfies you, then that's what it is. So, all right, I'm going to get my bag of marinade vegetables out of the fridge. They have been soaking for a while, and halfway through that, I kind of gave them a little toss in the bag. And now we're going to saute them up. I'm actually going to use one of my favorite tools, which is my Instant Pot. It is a pressure cooker that does everything. And because I use it so much, I actually like to do Instant Pot use even if I'm just going to saute something. Because it does such a good job, it's a deep pan, it's easy to clean up. And there's no splatter because, you know, I'm sauteing in a pot. And it's, um, I like to be able to use it for everything. And I have done some delicious stir fries in this. Now, for now, I'm going to make sure, oh, I gotta plug this in. Once I do, it's going to make a sound. One reason I like the Instant Pot when I cook is because it gives you a lot of sound indications. As you saw, I plugged it in, it beeped. And the cool part about mine is that it does have a lot of programmable things that you can do. And for that reason, when I got it, I went through with somebody 
who was sighted to tell me where the buttons were. And as they described, I created little braille labels and put them on each thing. So I have a label, a little mark with R for rice, P for porridge, S, T for steam, and so on and so forth. Now, some of the braille labels did fall off, but I used an alternative method, which is I have these little rubbery, foam rubber bump dots in different shapes that I used for the different programs that I use frequently. So I know by what shape I put on my favorite ones, what I'm going to press, when I'm going to use it, how, how I'm going to adjust the settings. So that's just a little cool hack that I use so that I can use my multi-purpose pressure cooker without incidents. And if you have any more questions, leave me a message. You know, look me up on Facebook. Let's begin. Uh, so I'm going to set this to saute and I'm going to leave it adjusted on the normal setting. So I'm just going to press the button. Takes about 10 seconds. And it gives you time to adjust it if you want. There, it just beeped three times, which means it's ready to go. Cool. So I'm going to just wait a second or two for this to get hot. Like I said, I don't have any oils in this pot because the vegetables have been soaking in an oil-based marinade. I don't think we need to do overkill anything. While that's heating up, I'm going to take this bag and pour the contents into a glass bowl. everything is out of there. I'm going to throw the bag away. All right. That way, if I have any excess liquids, I don't need to add them to the pan and then I can use them afterwards to add a little extra flavor. Really, I just want the vegetables to cook up. So I'm going to take a fork and give these a little toss one more time in their bowl, and they look amazing. I mean, that is, I'm with my hand, everything is coated, and I'm going to snitch a little piece of orange pepper just to, mmm, mmm. Smirnite has a nice tangy paste. I'm just snitched a piece of pepper. It tastes like it did soak kind of into the, uh, the vegetable. All right. So I'm just kind of put my hand, kind of wave it lightly over the pot apparatus. I do feel heat coming out of there. I think it's hot enough. So now I'm just going to give this bowl a pour inside. What I'm using is a spouted batter bowl which has graduated measures up the side if you have to do anything for that, but these also make great prep bowls. 
on a large scale for mixing things. Let's get these in. Ooh. I said all that about the liquids and I ended up just pouring everything in because it all sounded so good. And I'm just going to let this sit in here and cook, give it a toss from time to time. And during that cooking, some of the extra stuff should reduce down a little bit but it's gonna take a few minutes, I think, for the vegetables to get to the tender, the tenderness that I want them at. And if I want to check for doneness later on, what I will do is not only judge by smell, because you can smell when things are browning, but I'll also test with a fork to judge the consistency. I can smell the garlic starting to get really aromatic. Once this gets going, the onions and garlic will really get aromatic. And it'll be great. And all I'm going to have to do is toss from time to time, make sure nothing's sticking on the bottom until this is done. Starting to hear a little bit of a sizzle here. Just one more stir and then just leave it be. And then I'll let it do its thing. And that'll take a while. Just a fun fact, this is something that I enjoy doing every day, even when I'm tired. Podcasting, too, is something that I'm kind of learning about on my own just for fun, so you'll realize these videos are pretty informal. They're me and my home and just adventures in my kitchen. So thanks for sticking along with me for the ride. And, you know, I'm doing this because this gives me a lot of joy. So hopefully this will give you a lot of joy. And uh, you can use your imagination and auditory senses. I do a lot of things on my iPhone. And another hack I can share with you 
is my use of the timer. So number one, I use VoiceOver, which is a screen reading program that allows you to use the touch screen, but hear what you're selecting as, as you're going by with your finger. So I use the phone that way for a lot of different things, but a lot of instances, I will use my timer, especially if I have my air fryer on for something and I have to check for doneness halfway through. I just got an air fryer, which that'll be another fun thing to explore. But I found a lot of programs on here very, very handy to help me out in the kitchen. And that was one of them. So when we come back, these will have done. I will take the time to let these saute through and cook. And I will conduct my taste test. All right, thank you very much. VoiceOver is on. I apologize for the extraneous chatter, but that is screen reader is telling me what I need to know to operate my phone. <laughs> Adventures of being with the blind. If you're in my house, you hear things like that a lot, but it does help the world go around for me. So thank you. We'll be back soon. Right, this is almost done. It's been about 25, maybe 30 minutes. And it took a little bit of time just because I want to get the green beans done to their proper softness. Those vegetables are a little tricky to saute. You don't want to over brown them on the outside and then have them still be not cooked through and tough. It's not a tasty way to eat those. The vegetables did cook down a little bit and the green beans are just about there and I did sort of mess around with the sautéing heat at certain points. I started it a little lower and then turned it back up to its normal heat as it got going and then from time to time I did introduce a little bit of water into the hot again when I thought the vegetables were over browning too fast I put just a hint of liquid back in so that that could help steam the vegetables and not have sticky burning stuff be on the bottom of the pot and that appeared to have helped so now I think I'm gonna jazz this up a little bit in its final stage of cooking I did prepare a little bit of rice. It's just me eating this tonight, so I honestly just cooked up a half a cup in a microwave-safe bowl, and uh, and my clock upstairs is telling me it's six o'clock. Wonderful! I have one of those bird clocks. Great. So it's just about dinner time, and I'm going to. Turn these off. 
stir the bottom of the pot a little bit and add in the rice. I'm gonna just give it a little bit of a fried action there. Fork out of there. Scrape the rice out of the bowl here into the big saute pot. Silly, but that's okay. I'm doing this a little bit gracelessly, but that's all right. As long as it gets where it needs to go. deglaze the bottom. Help the rice cook. And we are almost ready to go. these vegetables were taking on so I decided to kind of turn this into an impromptu stir-fry add a little bit of rice in add just a tad bit of soy sauce I thought that would be a good idea scrape the final bit of rice out and then we can try this out. At this point, I'm just stirring everything around and it's just keeping warm. sticky rice here but that'll work out pretty well in this mix so now I can cancel my pot turn everything off with the press of a button 
figure out. I love to keep my hands clean while I cook. Now we can dish this up into a bowl and have a little taste test. So this really wasn't from any recipe. This was basically Aaron's improv. I needed to use up stuff in my fridge with some rice night. And I think that'll work out just fine. Well, this is rather a sticky rice, but that's all right. vegetables in there. And now, if you will indulge me, I will give this a little bit of a try. Have a bite of one of these green beans. crunch left, but they're not overly tough. I can live with that in a vegetable. The peppers and onions are perfect in this, and they are flavoring the rice nicely. So this was an overall success. vegetables retained a really nice flavor and I didn't have to do any seasoning outside of adding them initially to the pot with their marinade well what I what I was able to strain into the bowl and use so I liked that idea can I think of ways to improve it I can always think of ways to improve a meal especially if I'm like adding something like rice or something at the last minute but I like what I did. It works for the time being. It works for dinner. And I am satisfied. Thank you for being with me as I did cooking on this lovely, lovely day. I hope you enjoy the rest of your evenings. Again, this is Erin's Cooking in the Dark, and I will see you for more next week. <laughs>